Greg Porter and Julie London and Fly Me to the Moon. Time is 1.33 and you're listening to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Osmani. Now, if you're a budding innovator, inventor or entrepreneur and you like making things, then my next guest may have some exciting news and opportunities for you. Joining me in the studio now is Oriane Riquier and Siron Chan from Maker Bay. If you haven't heard of Maker Bay, then hold on to your seats because you may just be surprised what goes on in their spaces across Hong Kong. I will leave it to my guest to tell me more. So good afternoon, Oriane and Siron. Welcome to the studio. Hello, Sadia. Thank you so much for inviting us. It's uh, great. I think we've been around uh, RTHK before, but not with you and not with us. And so we're really happy but, to be well, here Well, it's today. great to have you here. Now, before we kick off, let me, first of all, let's just, you know, for somebody who's not familiar with Maker Bay, tell me what exactly is Maker Bay? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I think we people perceive it us in different ways. And so it's a good time to define what do we imagine us to be doing and so we are uh, we are actually an NGO and our work is to achieve positive social and environmental impact through maker education and innovation so it can take different forms uh, I think it starts with our maker space in Chunwan and in PMQ um, these are spaces for everyone to come in and have the freedom to do to create whatever they want so they have lots of tools and machines available for them to create what they wish and then um, the education part is what we do when we work with schools or with youth centers. And that's when we come up with uh, curriculum and workshops, activities to develop their creativity and to lead them on a path of becoming a maker for good. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what we do. So who is using it at the moment? Yeah. Is it just primarily aimed at young people or is it just open to anyone? I mean. Our makerspace is very open and we really welcome different kind of collaborations. I mean, in the past, we've worked with many different other NGOs, we've worked with universities, we've worked with startups, uh, engineers, inventors. So our space is very open and we like that. We want this community to be very vibrant and to be very diverse. Um, afterwards, the work we do mostly when we go to schools um, is, of course, mostly with youth. And the reason is because we want to get it started early. We really believe that there is a great time, as early as possible actually, to start developing this maker mindset into youth and giving them this opportunity to learn about themselves and learn about their potential and how much they can achieve and how much of an impact they could have on their community. Now, you know, when you kind of mention like maker spaces and, and you know, I think people perhaps wouldn't have an idea it's exactly i mean we're talking your 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 building in chonwan is what how many stories that there's there's a number of floors <laughs> yeah. to this place it's isn't big. <laughs> and it's quite big she says i've seen it i've been there and it i mean if you were going to describe it, the types of things that are in there like when we talk about workshops or, or sort of areas or making areas what are we talking about you know just describe it because it is a pretty impressive place in terms of the different types of things you've got in there yeah of course so um our space is indeed pretty amazing it was uh, completely built by uh, caesar young harada who was the founder of maker bay a few years ago and it's very well equipped we have tools and machines for pretty much anything you want I mean, <laughs> if you can find something you don't 
you, you need and so you don't from, find, from let kind me of, know. You can build a boat in there. You can build a, a house. You can, yes, you can, um, you, you can make a robot. You can, you can sew some clothes. So yeah, anything exactly. that you want to make, can you cook in there too? You, you could. We have a pretty nice kitchen, actually. I think you may have been to one of our. Yes, um, I did my on the menu actually. <laughs> yes, I recorded exactly. on the menu there. So That's we, right. we've we've also had cooking shows and cooking experiences here. Uh, we also have science going on. We wow. currently have uh, young people growing mushrooms as an experiment in our place. We also have people working on robotics. People working on connected fridges. Um, we wow. have people <laughs> making up um, computer keyboards. We have people doing very different kind of things. And that's, that's what we like, that's the diversity we like. So if you come into our space, this is where you could start. It could start with you just being curious about it. So maybe you would take a class. Could be an induction class, just I want to learn about this machine. Or it could be a class that is more specific. Like, I want to learn to make this specific product. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how your journey could start. Wow. Um, and you know, depending who you are, you could join one of our programs for uh, underserved youth to take you on this journey and develop this kind of skill set. So how does it work? And, you know, do you have to become a member or you can say if you're looking at a particular space, you can hire it out for that period of time or how does that work? Yeah, um, so we have a membership uh, system where you can come in just for one day as a member up to one month. And we love people to stay with us, of course. Um, and that gives you the flexibility to try things, to try to see, uh, you know, if you find what you want and if you are on the right path. So we, we really... Uh, have this flexibility to cater to also different kind of people because in the people who come you may find lots of students you may find also a lot of entrepreneurs people who just have some idea and want to do it as a hobby to start but mm. maybe later on as a startup so um that's so nice just to have to that, that that yeah. the available space to be able to do it because you know yes. you wouldn't know where to go if, if i want some prototype of something i think okay where do i go for it who do i ask you know <laughs> in um, Hawaii, it's so hard to find and that was really one of the visions of, of caesar when he started to to build this is to have a space where all of these people can come together we've also had artists come in there because it's just about having the space having the tools and having people to let you what you want to do what you want to do mm. um and i think on top of that i would like to say also we also try to bring an additional service which is building that community so bringing that network of people so that members who come in who may be looking for resources looking for connections looking for so networking exactly so we also try our best to link these people to what they need and to help them to get uh, to get further with their projects whatever know, that may be it just makes me think i need to think of a great idea i need you to get should. in there <laughs> because <laughs> because you know you it's, the, it's the availability of spaces like that that's such a nice thing yes. to be able to know that you know and and hong kong is a dynamic city people you know are thinking about startups and all sorts so that yeah. is the backup that you have um we're going to talk a little bit more um in a few months but, but let me just introduce Siren. Siren's here and Siren tell me what you do at Maker Bay. We'll talk about the actual details of what mm. you do but what made you get involved with Maker Bay then? Uh, uh, hi everyone I'm Siren and um, actually in Maker Bay uh, I'm mainly uh, handling the AI program. We, mm. We'll talk more details later and um, I'm mainly to support the programs like the planning and the development of the content because we will have some uh, training for the youth and also handling um, this kind of stuff. So my role is more on program project management. And previously, I mainly worked on some startup incubations uh, supporting the young people. So that's why 
I'm here to try to do more for for the young people. And, and what made you choose Maker Bay? What made you come to Maker Bay? What was what was it about Maker Bay that attracted you? Uh, because um, when I was doing some startup incubation, uh, we talked a lot about entrepreneurship. But um, for me, um, actually, Maker Education is is talking about the similar things because it is all about you are not just learning something by taking the lectures. All the thing is about executions, but not how great of your ideas. So I really love this kind of concept, and I think the young people should should have this kind of mindset for their futures. Great. Okay, we'll be talking a little bit more about the whole sort of um, AI side of things, and, and you've got a new project going. Yes. But uh, before that, we're just going to break for some music, and uh, here comes the sun. 1969. The time is 15 minutes to two o'clock and my guests in the studio are from Maker Bay. We've been talking a little bit with Orianne and Siron about what Maker Bay is all about. Now, um, Orianne um, and Siron, we were just saying that you've got sort of specific projects that mm. you're working on at the moment and the one that you are looking at is also this the whole AI mm. area which is trying to attract much more younger people and you know innovators who want to mm. get involved so how's that what exactly are you doing with that how does mm. that work yeah actually when when we talk about AI it sounds always like some high test sciences is very difficult to handle or maybe you like to t you you need to take a degree to learn about it but actually when we focus on the implementation of AI actually it is for everyone even you are not from the coding background or even uh, like for, for the underserved youth most of them may not have uh, resources for them to learn to learn actually they they can do something with AI so also like in nowadays we have a lot of social problems a lot of environmental issues actually AI there is a lot of potential to tackle it for example like the, some AI glass, sunglasses mm -hmm. can help the blind people to see, to use uh, image recognitions to see pictures. So actually this kind of thing can make a huge difference. So uh, our program is targeting to some underserved youth, as I said, because they are lack of resources, they are lack of, sometimes they may, they may lack of confidence because of their, their situations. But actually through the program, they learn how to use AI they learn how to build something like hardware or their own mobile apps. Actually, they can make some difference to the society, make some impact by themselves. Actually, it is uh, it will be a huge change for them. Like they learn some new technology, and also they learn how to they learn they really can do something for others, but not just uh, getting others' help. So uh, in the programs, we have uh, one part is for training the youth. So they will take a few days training and they learn how to use AI, how to make uh, their, their idea work. And the other uh, part is we also want to empower the educator as well, empower the educators and the mentors so they can, can be one of the supporter to help the young people teams. Like, because in the programs, even when, when they finish the training, we will have a regional competition for them and also we have um, international organization partners. So uh, we bring the ideas to more uh, different kind of exposures, not just local, but also we bring it into international level. That's great. Yeah. So you have those links like, you know, with industry, with other, um, you know, contacts that 
that people can actually use those ideas and perhaps get some platform to move on. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. That's it's absolutely fine. really important for us to really link up to uh, to see how we can link this youth to the wider community. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's the education part. So, how they can learn about it, but also how later on whatever idea they came up with wi- during the program they could leverage later on with another organization for example to keep it to keep it running we we want to show also to to the wider community how youth can come up with really amazing ideas and how their idea can be very fresh mm-hmm. and very useful to the problems we are facing today. And very applicable mm-hmm. because they're Absolutely. probably, you know, majority of ideas, good ideas come from a need, mm-hmm. come from yeah. something that is really lacking. And obviously young people in, in the community as we see it would be the best ones to be able to tell us where we need something else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and taking this need actually is really where we always start. Whether we start a one-day a one workshop or mm-hmm. a full two-year program like the one that Saren is talking about, the need is what we take first is what is a need what is a problem out there that is real that is that we can see and that we can think of solutions to solve it and with youth we see that they have an amazing imagination sometimes actually that can be very much broader than adults who may sometimes be you know just already kind a of bit a cautious a little, a little bit, bit more bit. cautious exactly that's right. so we try to train them and ourselves as well because we always learn during these kind of activities um, how to become more creative how to break down the barriers and think outside and come up with really creative solutions that are going to be the ones that can help to change change the world and maybe getting a bit big but that's what we hope to do but this is where it starts though isn't it because you may be in a workshop in a small place somewhere but if that idea has legs I mean, this is how probably the best of inventions come across, <laughs> isn't it? So exactly. you mustn't kind of, I think, I think there's a great vision there and that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and we see, we see very interesting results. And for, of course, for us, when, you know, one idea that came through a, in a workshop with some youth comes out and be, be, is being developed as a prototype and then it's being tested, it feels amazing. So, mm-hmm. so we we have um, different activities that um, some some people have started. Um, one thing I'm thinking about is um, a, the coral topic that has been always really important for Make a Bay, and that is one that also get get us started with AI to think about how to use the AI, and working on with youth on developing some some solutions for helping corals who are really in dire uh, mm. situation these mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. Um, lots of ideas came out and some of them for example the coral bot we've been developing to uh, take photos of coral then I'd be able to map them and be able to analyze them through AI is something that today we are trying to use with different scientists and different conservationists to to, f- to actually serve this community and help them in their research. So we really want to share these examples to show to youth also who may not feel super confident like, who, oh, what am I going to do here? I don't know what I'm going to do as mm-hmm. an, I don't have any ideas. We want especially that's, to talk to them. That's what it's about, isn't it? That exactly. You may have some super ideas, but given the fact that you have staff at Make a Bay, you have people who can train them, yeah. then one idea might stem something else and then that's it. You've got it, you know. But it's that support, I think. It's that it's community. It's support, exactly. The community the aspect community, that you're talking. The linking to the right people, sharing of right, um, meaningful examples, um, providing inspiration, um, 
providing whatever support that may be, whether it's about helping them to build their confidence, whether it's about developing an actual skill, like I need to learn how to prototype with PVC pipes because that's what I need for my prototype. Mm -hmm. Or if it's just about also more simple things that, are, that we call our maker mindset, which is really uh, how to solve problems, how to creatively solve problems, how to collaborate with others, how to be resilient when you try and you fail. Because when you start being a maker, that's how it starts. You try and you fail, and then you have to try again. So this is also this additional step we really want to build um, in them and in ourselves um, to, to really have a different kind of community. Hmm. Have you come across, like in the time that you've been there, and obviously you mentioned the AI where the coral is concerned, and that was an actual project, yeah. but through just recently, since you've been there, um, has have you come across anyone who had this mega idea and it's actually got legs and it's gone out there? Um, or, 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 yeah, in the process, yeah. <laughs> or in the process sure. at the moment? Uh, well, I'm actually fr rather fresh to make a bay. I've only been here a year. Something I really love because it's pretty it's actually the, a project i helped to work on when i arrived and that really blew my mind was um something you may have heard of it's called clearbot and it's a team from hku of really smart people uh sedant and utkarsha very amazing people who came up with this concept of we need to clean the ocean and what can how can we do that in a more efficient way mm -hmm. and so we helped them to develop their first prototype of a boat that is helping to clean water so it's um, it's fully um, radio commanded and it has an AI that can analyze the trash that is being collected so the goal was to see how it can be also less uh, human intensive so that it can be more just more efficient and it was amazing for me to join them and help them to build this first prototype so for them of course it was already a project that was quite advanced in the in the thinking um, but very every day we meet people who have very different kind of ideas. Uh, recently, a member that I will not name had a, a, an idea that I find very, very cool and very, could be very interesting of robo robots that can play music, so learn to play different instruments. And I think this has very interesting potential there. Wow. There's so much there. I'm, I'm getting totally, it's, it's a bit mind-blowing, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely fantastic. And you are doing a, a super job and it's great to get people on board. Now, tell me just before we finish off, um, what do you need? Like if somebody wants to get involved, how do they do it? And, you know, can they go to your, they can just look on your Facebook page, have a look at some of the things that are going on. What's the process? How do they do it? Saren? Yeah, I think, and for, for the AI program, surely we need more mentors and experts to support the, the team. Like, because um, for the mentors, we were not talking about they need to be an expert on coding or programming. Actually, if they are passionate to support the young people, we have workshops to equip you to, to on the skills and also the mindset how to support the teams. Mm -hmm. So, um, because they are not just needing some, some coding side, they also need some business experts or you are from other expertise, maybe your life stories can inspire them as well. Great. Yes, and if you want to get started on your maker journey, whether it's for your hobby, whether you're interested to be a volunteer and support youth to develop their own ideas, whether you just want to have a look and see what we have, just come on, come have a look at what we do. We open every day and we are a very passionate team who would love to meet you. Orion, Siren, yeah. thank you very much for coming on to the One Two Three Show, and Thanks I wish so you a lot of luck. Sergio. I'm just going to—I have to think of an invention. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back. <laughs>